Heartlands on Midlands 103. Midlands Good morning and welcome to Heartlands here on Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill, and a very, very happy new year to you. Oh, when the saints go marching in, I want to be among that number. When the saints go marching in. Folks, I can say hand on heart that I will be in that number. And I hope and pray that you can say the same. And the reason for that is this reason and reason alone. Because of Jesus Christ. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Here is, my hope is built on nothing less. This new year we can begin with excitement as we consider our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You may be someone who has that relationship, or you may be someone who is Wondering what all this is about. Well, if you're wondering what all this is about, the Lord Jesus goes and says in the Gospels, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And so Christ has invited you to come to him. He is Emmanuel, God with us. We can have the assurance that God is with us. Listen to the lyrics of this next song. Come all you weary, come all you thirsty, come to the well that never runs dry. Drink of the water, come and thirst no more. Well, come all you sinners, come find his mercy, come to the table, he will satisfy. Taste of his goodness, find what you're looking for. For God so loved the world that he gave us, his one and only son to save us. Whoever believes in him will live forever. But I like this verse. Bring all your failures. Bring your addictions. Come lay them down at the foot of the cross. Jesus is waiting there with open arms. See his open arms. For God so loved the world that he gave us. His one and only son to save us. Whoever believes in him will live forever. And of course that is taken from John chapter 3 and verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And if you know the assurance of that. You can face whatever the new year brings with a joy in your step, with peace in your heart and with the knowledge that God is always present and loves you. So I hope and pray, as I said, that you can say that. Heartlands on Midlands 103. Midlands 103. Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill, as we celebrate the new year, a year of the Lord's favour, blessing and grace. And how can I say that? If you're alive and breathing and can hear my voice, you are living in the grace that God has extended toward you. So what I would suggest is do not squander it, do not waste it, but revel in the love of of God. Psalm 148 is an exhortation to praise God and to praise him for what he has done. And so Charlize is going to read the psalm for us. 
Our reading today is from Psalms 148. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights above. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His heavenly hosts. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, you highest heavens, and you waters above the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for at His command they were created. And He established them for ever and ever. He issued a decree that will never pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all ocean depths. Lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do His bidding, you mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, small creatures and flying birds, kings of the earth and all nations, you princes and all rulers on earth, you men and women, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His splendor is above the earth and the heavens, and he has raised up for his people a horn, the praise of all his faithful servants, of Israel, the people close to his heart. Praise the Lord. My thanks to Charlize for reading the psalm. And now we are going to listen to that magnificent hymn. Praise my soul, the King of heaven, to thy feet thy tribute bring. But listen to this for a rendition of that wonderful hymn. Now, what about a prayer? In the words of yet another hymn for this new year. And when I think of a prayer to have for this new year, listen to the words of this. My faith looks up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary, Saviour divine. Now hear me while I pray. Take all my guilt away. Oh, let me from this day be wholly thine. May thy rich grace impart strength to my fainting heart. My zeal inspire as thou hast died for me. O may my love to thee pure, warm, and changeless be a living fire. Then we hit a note of realism in this prayer. When life's dark maze I tread, and griefs around me spread, be thou my guide. Bid darkness turn to day, wipe sorrows, tears away, nor let me ever stray from thee aside. When ends life's transient dream, when death's cold sullen stream shall o'er me roll, blessed Saviour then in love, fear and distrust remove, O oh, bear me safe above a ransomed soul. Amen. Heartlands on Midlands 103. Midlands 103. Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill, where we are celebrating the new year and the fact that the Lord has blessed us with a new year. And today, another day of grace. 
In this section, I am going to look at a number of little things. But this, you could go and call the youth moment. Well, it's me reliving my youth, to be honest. And the first song is an old classic that we learnt as children way back when. But it is the key to something that everybody is going to be looking for, and that is happiness. You ask anyone, what do they want in life? And they go and say, I want to be happy. Well, here it is. Happiness is found in the person of Jesus Christ. That's what I said. Happiness is found in the person of Jesus Christ. So this song is Happiness is to know the Savior living a life within his favor. In my behavior, happiness is the Lord. Happiness is a new creation. Jesus and me in close relation, having a part in his salvation. Happiness is the Lord. And then I love this. Nowadays they would call it the bridge. Real joy is mine, no matter if the teardrops start. I've found this secret. It's Jesus in my heart. Happiness is to be forgiven, living a life that's worth the living, taking a trip that leads to heaven. Happiness is the Lord. I hope that you have found that happiness in Christ. Our second song is one that I believe is of paramount importance. This again is a song that I learnt as a child, the B-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. But this song, this little chorus, has had a complete revamp and so has got a kind of modern dance tune to it. But I'll tell you more about that song when it is over. First, let us listen to the B-I-B-L-E. Okay, folks, it's the new year and here's the thing. In the new year, it's a time when we make resolutions. In part one of this show, we were talking about why it is that we have reason to praise God and to be excited about the fact that this is the beginning of a new year. We've had a time of prayer using the words of the hymn, My faith looks up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary, committing ourselves daily to Christ. But now I am going to put a challenge to you to join me in making a New Year's resolution. So are you ready? The resolution is this that you are going to read one chapter of the New Testament every day. We had a similar challenge back in 2022, you may remember, but there are only 290 chapters in the New Testament. So we should be able to accomplish this challenge. And most of those chapters you would have read in about three to four minutes. So come on, you all go and make decisions that you're going to lose weight, or you're going to take up a new pastime, or you're going to spend more time with the family, and such like things. I make the decision to lose weight every year, but I haven't really succeeded very well in times past on that one either, to be honest. But let's not begin with failure. Let's try this for the month of January at least. Starting from today, let us begin with chapter 1 and reading a chapter each day. So obviously we're going to begin with the Gospel of Matthew reading chapter 1. You know, it amazes me the number of people that I meet who profess to believe in Jesus Christ, profess to have faith, are practicing Christians, and yet they never read their Bibles, never open it, only listen to what is said on a Sunday morning by whomever graces the pulpit. But this year, let's make that New Year's resolution that you are going to be someone who's going to dig into your faith Dig into the 
sacred text that actually your faith is based upon. And you and I together are going to go and read through the New Testament one chapter a day. As a Christian, if you want to develop your relationship with God, this is key. Acts 2 and 42 goes and says that the early believers went and devoted themselves to four things. The apostles' teaching, the breaking of bread, to fellowship and to prayer. And when it comes to the apostles' teaching, it means that they were involved in reading the scriptures. And it tells us that they did this daily. The Berean church were a people, the book of Acts tells us, that diligently searched the scriptures. They did not take what the Apostle Paul, imagine this, they did not even take what the Apostle Paul went and said at face value. They checked into it to see if he was indeed speaking the truth. Can you say that? So finally, this brings us to the last song of this section, which is, My God is so big, so strong and so mighty, there is nothing my God cannot do. The scripture goes and says that God is the God of the impossible. And we have just been reading that in the narrative of the Christmas story over the last few weeks, when it comes to Elizabeth, when it came to Mary, that was a declaration that was made. And then, of course, that Old Testament story of Abraham and Sarah. But the thing is that we are a people who reduce God to the size of the box that we put him in. And so it's important that we recognize and realize that the God that you serve, the God that I serve, the God that we love is the God of the impossible. And that's what this song reminds us of. Heartlands on Midlands 103. Midlands 103. Just great radio. Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill as we celebrate the coming of the new year. And we have been looking at reasons why we can praise God and that our hope is built on Him. We have been looking at prayer. My faith looks up to Thee, Thou Lamb of Calvary, Saviour divine. Now hear me while I pray. Take all my guilt away. Oh, let me from this day be wholly Thine. We've looked at some children's choruses and the simple truth of those messages that in Christ we can find happiness. In the Bible we find the way for living and we discover who God is. And then our God is the God of the impossible. And I ask that you would make a New Year's resolution to read a passage of scripture every day. And now in this final section we come to our reflection our opening reflection of the new year. As I sit here and think about this, there are two scriptures that really are weighing on my heart that I want to share with you. And the first one is this, found in 1 Corinthians in chapter 2. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or are the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, We speak of God's secret wisdom, a wisdom that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of the age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, it is written, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. 
but God has revealed it to us by his Spirit. His Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. The second scripture that I would like to go and refer to is in Romans and chapter 8 and verse 28. And it goes and says the following, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. Now, when we consider these two passages of scripture, what I would like to emphasize here is that the Christian life is a life that we have not comprehended in its totality. Yes, life has troubles. Yes, life has difficulties. And right now you may be someone and you are going through a really, really tough time. If you're someone who isn't going through a tough time, well, right now just praise God. Give him the glory that you are in a good place. But for those of you who are going through a tough time, God can make that and take that tough time and turn it into something that is a blessing for you. I've seen evidences of that in my own life down through the years. And so it is important for me to qualify what I'm going to say with the reality that, yes, we go through difficult times. God did not say that we're going to have a life of ease and bliss in this world. I heard one person describe it like this, and I thought it was very apt. Speaking of the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who got cast into the fire, he said of life, he said, God does not take us around the fire, but God takes us through and is with us in the fire. So maybe you are starting off and you feel that your life is in the fire. Well, here's the thing. God will take you through it and God will be with you in it. Never lose sight of that fact. But here's the hope that we have. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor nor has the human mind conceived what God has in store for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. What a promise. So dream your biggest dream. And I'm not talking about owning a fancy car or anything else like that. Although the Lord may go and bless you with worldly possessions. But dream your biggest dreams. What is it that you would like to see God do in your life, in your family's lives, in the lives of those around about you? Because whatever it is that you would like to see happen, God can do more. God has promised you his salvation through the person of Jesus Christ. God has promised you every spiritual blessing. God has promised never to leave you nor forsake you. God has promised that he will guide you and lead you and be there for you. That he will lead you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. God's desire for your life is that your life will be one of freedom, of truth and of happiness, of joy in him. But it doesn't finish there, does it? No. God has promised that he is going to hold you in the palm of his hand, that he's never going to let you go, that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Now, in the Methodist tradition, what we do on this Sunday is that we go and rededicate to our Christian life. We go and and make a resolution that, yes, we are going to walk with the Lord. And this is the commitment that we make, the covenant that we make with the Lord. Lord God, 
Holy Father, since you have called us through Christ to share in his gracious covenant, we take upon ourselves with joy the yoke of obedience and for love of you. Engage ourselves to seek and do your perfect will. We are no longer our own, but yours. And this is what we say. I would ask you to think on the words as I read them to you. I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you, exalted for you, or brought low for you. Let me be full, let me be empty, let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and wholeheartedly yield all things to your pleasure and disposal. And now, glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are mine and I am yours. So be it, and the covenant now made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Amen. I was challenged many years ago by a person that was not in the Methodist Church, and nor was I at that time. And they handed me that piece of paper and said, Can you say this? And I hesitated. And his response was, If you cannot say this, then you don't truly love Christ. Let me leave that challenge with you in this reflection. Look it up, the Methodist Covenant, and ask yourself this question. Can I say this? My prayer is that you can. So, may the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, show you grace and turn his face towards you, and give you peace. Amen. Heartlands on Midlands 103.